Hey, drama listeners, it's Dylan with a quick message before we get on to our fantastic episode with our guest today. I just wanted to let you know that if you want to support the podcast even further than just listening week to week, you should, of course, be following us on our social media accounts at The Drama Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. You can also support us on our Patreon, which is our exclusive bonus platform where you can get bonus episodes. I mean, there's probably almost 50 extra episodes on there at this point with returning guests, one-on-one conversations between Connor and I, and so much more. You can also get access to our close friends, which with Broadway coming back, it's going to be steamier than ever on our Insta close friends. So please consider checking that out at patreon.com backslash the drama podcast. And of course, the link is right here in these episode notes. All right, now on with the show. Press play. Curtain of an hour in. It's time to take spin. The shade and tea to spill. Ooh, drama. Oh, that's a tweet. Did they book? Who got none? They option no. Oh, I'm not well. What, what star will we talk to today? today? Oh, that's a gag, honey. Say no more. Drama. Drama. Welcome to Drama, a podcast that covers theater, pop culture, love, and life in, in New, New York, York City, City and, and the, the world. world. I am Dylan McDowell. I'm Connor McDowell. Dylan, happy 101. 101. We've made it past that milestone moment, and now we can just have fun. Just kidding. It's always been fun. Wait, do you like the 101 Dalmatians better than 102 Dalmatians? Um, no. I don't, I think, was was Glenn in both live action movies? Oh, yeah. Okay, I think I liked the second one. They got her contracted for both. Well, the second one was where there was those those three puppies remember that I mean, the plot's escaping me but we were obsessed the fact that you're able to pull that is, is astounding to me but i remember there was also like other dogs introduced that were non-dalmatians they did they had to branch out for the sequel they really did but glenn was incredible as cruel oh yeah she's always delivering but listen oh okay wait we're not here to talk about glenn close no, 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 not today. A week has passed <laughs> since our 100th episode, but a week has also now passed since the RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars 6 finale aired. Now, just in case anyone is still catching up, no spoilers. No spoilers. However, I want to just say that I think it is one of my favorite seasons that's ever aired. Oh my God. Tell me why. Because I agree. But- okay. Because I often think that an All-Star season is the chance for one particular queen who's cast to have her redemption moment. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, she didn't get the crown the first time, but it's time now. Like, for example, Shea Coulee a year ago. Perfect However, example. This summer, everyone was very deserving, with the exception of Serena Chacha, which I said that to Peppermint earlier this summer on the pod. <laughs> Wait, remember I said to Peppermint, I was like, Eureka has nothing new to show us. And Peppermint was like, uh-huh. Like she just goes, like, well, she's been on twice. She's, she's, been, on she's twice. been on twice. So, yeah. But mm-hmm. I'm kind of, and I think I use the expression, I'll eat my shorts if I'm wrong, which is not an expression I've ever used before. And I think she did share a lot about her grief she did. with related to her mother. So, you mm-hmm. know what? I feel like the picture has been painted even more fully. So I'm eating my You're shorts. eating crow right now. Ugh, I'm eating crow. What does that mean, actually? No one's no one's certain, <laughs> um, but people say it. Yeah. I will say, though, I am very pleased with the outcome. I'm pleased with the final four. I loved the season, and I really feel like it was historic, and it delivered 
amazing results week to week. And I'm really excited. Hopefully as they go forward, they'll continue to really bring in a diverse group of girls just because I think that's also what helped. They weren't all just from the most recent seasons. There were some, some OG girls, some classic queens. Yes. And that's what I loved about this one in particular. Oh my God, love. All right. Well, once more time has passed, we will dive even more fully in. Yes, we will. Especially on our Patreon, which everyone should, you know, should be subscribed to. But you know what, Dylan? There's been something else that came out in the last week. A highly anticipated yeah. movie musical yes. adaptation. Some might call it a remake, but I would call it original. It was. And I think that everyone's probably watched it at this point. And but if they haven't, if not, we're here to convince you to watch. Yes, yes, absolutely. Because everyone has access. It's available on streaming and in select theaters. But we're, I'm going to bring in our guest today, who is one of the stars. I'm gagged. Oh, that's so crazy to say that she's, she's on our show. <laughs> I'm, I'm gagged, Dylan. Please bring her in. Our guest today is forever one of the nicest kids in town. Baltimore, to be exact. She beat out thousands of other hopefuls to win the role of Tracy Turnblad in the star-studded cast of NBC's Hairspray Live. As a member of the Marymount Manhattan community in New York. She entertained in productions such as Once Upon a Mattress and Dracula and more. Previously, she was named the 2014 Great American Songbook Youth Ambassador and and in 2015 performed with Michael Feinstein at the Kennedy Center, the Grand 1894 Opera House, Carnegie Hall, Lincoln Center, and Birdland Jazz Club. You'll also know our guest as one of the breakout stars of the Netflix film Dumplin'. Now, she's continued her streak of appearances in musical films as one of the stepsisters in the newly released Cinderella, starring alongside Camila Cabello, Billy Porter, and Adina Menzel. She also just dropped her latest single, T-shirt, available now wherever fine music is found. We're so gagged to be joined by this gal who will never let you stop the beat. Please welcome to drama, Maddie Balio. Oh, that intro was sickening. Thank you. Maddie, you're speaking our language. You're speaking our language, girl. I'm so happy you're here. <laughs> Wait, I just realized when Dylan mentioned that you were in Dumplin', so was RuPaul's Drag Race All-Star Season 6 Top 4 finalist, Ginger Minge. Ginger Minge. Oh my gosh. And I haven't seen I haven't seen the finale yet, but she is killing this whole season. Mm-hmm. Right? Am I wrong? I'm always Team Ginger. Always. See, okay, so I'm I'm kind of new to, to Drag Race. I've seen the last three seasons. I hadn't seen any of her um, previously, but I heard that this season, it's like she's she's really doing it. So I don't oh, know yeah. who wins, <laughs> but oh, I, I hope it's her. She really did it for me, and I really think she should have won her original really? season, season seven. Yeah, she was great. I've heard that too. Mm-hmm. Now, you worked with her in Dumplin', of course, and I don't, we'll jump yeah. into it eventually, yeah. but what was that like? Was she really fun? Oh my God. She was so fun. She did my makeup for the, I I became a drag queen in Mm -hmm. one, like what, five second clip. And the makeup took like three hours. It took hours to probably prepare for, right? Yes. And that wasn't her job at all, but that was so cool uh, getting my makeup done by her. (laughs) And then I put on this big wig that cost, I'm sure hundreds and hundreds of dollars. She was just amazing. She was a star. She knew everyone's lines. She knew her lines professional queen just amazing (laughs) a professional maddie you've worked with so many cool people and i'm just curious who in in particular out of all the different production sets you've been on who has set like the best example that you always are thinking to yourself like oh i'm gonna model the way that i am on set after this person oh my gosh oh that's a really good question because like you said i've worked with a lot of pretty uh professional incredible people uh at the peak of their careers um i probably 
You know, I think it had to be my first job um, on Hairspray with Kristen Chenoweth. Um, I'm oh. the first day that she came in. Um, I didn't have to work that day, but I, I wanted to sit in and watch. And she did uh, Miss Baltimore Crabs, and she was learning the choreography uh, with Jerry Mitchell. And she just took over. She 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 listened to Jerry, of course, but then she said, I think we should add this here. And I think we should have some boys <laughs> lift me up here. And she was completely right about everything. She was stunning. Um, and she was so kind to everyone. She just created this atmosphere of warmth and, and kindness and love. And I mean, I think that's the most important thing. You're, you could be talented. You could you could have, you could be rich. You could you know all of these things, but if you're not kind, then what's the point? Everyone just loved her, oh. and that's that's what I want to do. Yeah, <laughs> that's such a great philosophy to carry forward. Oh my god, Maddie, I'm already obsessed with you. If I ah. wasn't before, I also need to say before we jump in with all of our questions, the minute that we found out we were going to be having you on our show, I sent the screenshot to our group text of like all of our best friends, uh-huh. and everyone was so gagged. No they were way, like, well, really? you guys have made it. They're like, you guys have made it now because. <laughs> That is like, it's, it's always fun when everyone knows who the guest is, whereas a lot of time they're very theater specific to our audience. So like when our friends who aren't really theater people know who the guest is, they're always like freaking out and this is big. I'm humbled. (laughs) Thank you so much. I I think it would be like even cooler if we had like Marissa here and Ricky and, and, and and Nikki, that would have been fun. Can't forget about Nikki. No. Wait, Hairspray Live didn't use Nikki. <laughs> no, there was. I would have loved to ha- have Nikki there. I did get to meet her um, at uh, Mark Shaman's 50th, surely not his 60th party. I think it may have been his 60th. We'll say 50th just okay. to keep him <laughs> young. <laughs> we'll say 50th. Yeah. No, it was you, though. It was 60th. Okay. Yeah, so, and we, we performed You Can't Stop the Beat with the original Broadway cast. It was such a delight. She was such a delight. I remember you remember I remember that? seeing those clips. Oh, really? I saw clips. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. If that was if that was what I'm thinking about, I feel like there was some footage. You are. Yeah, that was that. Okay. Okay. But she How was lovely. And yeah. Oh my god, it was so much fun. Hairspray was the best. Hairspray was so oh much fun. God. I've only seen it once because I I just nitpick everything that I see. And mm-hmm. um, but I heard that the I, I saw the one with the technical difficulties with with my mic. Um, going out in, during in Good Morning Baltimore. Good, mor- Good Morning Baltimore. Yes, you remember. Um, and then <laughs> the lights during Mama, I'm a Big Girl now. When it's like me, Dove, and Ariana, um, we each have like our, our own little moments. And for my little moment, the lights weren't on at all. <laughs> I don't remember that. No, and I thought that was so funny. And I mean, it's it's bound to happen. It's a live mm-hmm. theater show with with like six different stages. I'm surprised there weren't mm-hmm. more technical difficulties, to be honest, but, but that, was, that was such a good Ugh. experience. I just remember seeing in the Good Morning Baltimore when the, the technical stuff started happening, I said, fuck. Yep. <laughs> I, was like, this is, I was like, this is her moment right now, y'all. Yeah, but I had no idea. I was still living my right, best that's life. that's true. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, wait. I have so many things to say about Hairspray, but before we dive Ooh. into all of it, I have two okay. things to say. First of all, you look snatched this outfit is incredible it's giving me dorit kemsley confessional look on real housewives of beverly hills there's like an off the shoulder like oversized blazer moment it's very share like it's share from clueless that is by the way it's Ooh. iconic so that's thank the first you. thing i had to say <laughs> i threw this on myself no stylist today thank you <laughs> oh my god the second question is the second thing is actually a question and i'm wondering maddie are you well thank you for asking connor 
Um, I, I am well, I am well today, you know, it's a, it's every other day sort of thing, but I took my Lexapro. Um, I am feeling snatched. Yeah. Girl, same (laughs) and good, good. Um, and, uh, had therapy today, went to hot yoga today. So it's a good day. I am well today. I'm connected. She's a West coast queen now, isn't she? Can you believe, can you, I mean, I should just liquefy uh, kale at this point. Um, yeah, you, you should. I, can, I, I should, I should. I mean, I, I didn't do any of this in New York. So this is, yeah, it's New York. Uh, I'm not in New York. LA is treating me well. That's I'm right. Well. You know, I've heard and people <laughs> who are in New York oftentimes give LA a bad rep. And it's just, to me, it's, I'll never forget visiting L, as we call it for the first time. We kept calling it L. And thinking to myself, the sun is out. Like I can see the sky. No wonder people have so much energy and they want to get up early and like things are good here, you know? Yes. Yeah. And the past couple of days, it's been pretty gloomy. I've been looking around and I'm like, what's what's the point? What's the (laughs) point when there's not sun? Mm -hmm. But yeah, I've been loving LA. LA's been treating me well. Gosh, I haven't talked about this at all on social media or, you know, even to a lot of my family, but this year during COVID, I lost like 115 pounds. So that has changed my energy a lot. But other than that, I mean, I've always, I've always felt good in my body. Well, not always, I wouldn't say always, but, but um, the reason I haven't talked about it is because I don't, it's such, it's such a hard thing to talk about and to be just perceived in general. Oh yeah. Um, in this yeah. business, I mean, come on. In this business, in this business, and I don't, you know, it's it, it's just you never like I people have been commenting on my body and 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 it's been nice and and they they say that I look great and all these things and it's great, but they don't they don't know like if they're commenting on you know uh, an eating disorder or you know. Mm-hmm. So, so, but I'm really happy right now. I feel good. That's great. <laughs> you do seem happy. Thank you for sharing. I know it's yeah. weight loss is one of those tricky things where, you know, for most of our, the time we grew up, we think, oh, we need to look a certain way. And then, yes. but now we're, we're of a generation. I mean, I know you're a little younger than me, but I grew up as in, um, <laughs> we're in a generation that's very conscious of everyone's mental health and yeah. it's, it, it's tricky because you know, I've gone through weight loss myself and for a long time I I was I wanted to lose weight and people would tell me, You look great now. You look great, you look so happy, you look healthy. And I kept I, it was such a complicated journey for me because mm-hmm. for mo- for half of it I, I thought, Oh, this is what I wanted. This is exactly what I've wanted people to tell me. But the other part of it was deeply complicated feelings about, well, why now? Why didn't you think I looked great before? And so now I'm associating right. feelings of pride with feelings of being thin. And it, it, yes. it, it's such a, it's so complicated and it's a relationship I'll have with myself and food and exercise, I think for the rest of my life. But as long as you feel happy, I think that's what you have to remember. And if, as long as you stay healthy along with it, and that's what I remind yeah. myself, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, so thank tough. you for sharing. It's yeah. so tough. I'm working through it. We're all working through it. You look amazing <laughs> and you looked amazing in Thank Cinderella, you. which Connor and I Thank were giving you. a little sneak thing. We were giving a little sneak, sneaky link to watch. Oh. We, you know, there's been a lot of chatter online about, is this going to be good? Is it not? People in the theater community love to judge musicals before they even come out. 
as we're seeing with West Side Story and Dear Evan Hansen and everything else. And I'm here to tell the crowd that it is fun and it is wonderful. Yes, yes. thank you. <laughs> I mean, that's all we need right now, especially, you know, at this time and these past couple of years, we just need to have fun. Mm-hmm. And I too was skeptical when I heard that there was going to be another Cinderella because I'm also a theater person, hypercritical. Um, hypercritical is that a word yeah I think it is totally I say it um yeah (laughs) so I had I had opinions immediately but um when I found out that Camila was our Latina princess and Adina Menzel was cast as the as the um not the godmother the mother yes stepmother (laughs) I was really excited about it and I wasn't sure if it was going to be like a remake of Roger Hammerstein Right. What, what 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 was it going to be? But it's a jukebox musical. It's so fun. There's there's Material Girl. Um, oh, my oh, favorite! This, this, my favorite number yes. is Material Girl. Really? Yes. <laughs> Adina eight Material Girl. She ate that up. And in person too. I mean, everything was pre-recorded in a studio. Um, the vocals, but she sang live, and she killed it every time. Oh my god! Killed it every time. She's amazing. And then oh, we she she has an original in the film. Camila has an original in the film. Okay. I, I was wondering about that. Yes. Yeah. She Camila did a million to one. Stunning. Emotional. She's a movie star. She's so witty. She's so present. It was really, it was really cool to watch her in her first film. It's hard to believe it's her first film, yeah. honestly, now that I'm thinking about yeah. it. Oh, there will be many more. I kept thinking mm-hmm. that too. And then I realized, oh, wait, no, she's she's nailing these like musical moments because Thankfully, she's had pop star experience with music videos. I was like, so that's yeah. why maybe that's part of why it feels natural in the yeah. performances. Because I'm like, oh, no, she knows how to deliver a song in this way. Mm-hmm. But I also have to say, Maddie, you slayed as well. Ooh. And you were in the Material Girl moment. Yes, I was. Iconic. Thank you. Iconic. Oh, okay. So um, I think we'll get a director's cut, too, at some point of the, of the film. And um, we do single ladies. So it's me and the girl who plays my sister, um, Charlotte Spencer. She's amazing. Hilarious. Yeah, she was terrific. Oh, my God. The best. So we did. (laughs) We led a group of like 200 women to the ball with fire lining us on either side and horses and carriages. And it was this huge spectacle. It was so fun. And then it got cut. <laughs> I, I saw what the cutting room <laughs> floor looked like. <laughs> I'm like upset. Yeah. No, yeah Cause that would have been epic. I was, it was, it was, I mean, yeah, I, I was upset, but I was also really happy to have been there and, and done it. I was upset that other people couldn't see it, but it was such a big moment that um, the director had said that it made the ball feel a little anticlimactic, which is wild because oh. the ball, it's so, uh, there's so many good moments in it. What a man. Yes. Oh, the ball's fun. Yeah. Now, Kay Cannon directed, right? right? Yes. Kay Cannon directed and wrote it. And she's an icon. She's an icon. She's an icon. Every character I feel like is, is a part of Kay. And she, it was so fun to work with her because she's so quick and the, the script changes as she breathes. And so I'm, as a theater performer, I, growing up, I, I would over prepare and I would have all of the lines in my body all the time I would, mm-hmm. you know, get to the set and I have, this is the way that it's going to go. But with Kay, I mean, you can have, you should know the lines, the gist, the feeling, but she's going to change everything. She's going to give you line reading. She's going to make you improv. <laughs> it's, it's very quick. And that's, and I loved learning that way with her. 
Oh, she's great. Some of my favorite moments were when you, it's like you caught, you got all of the the zinger, like the button of the yeah. jokes. Like something, what thing would be said and you would have like a look or a line or like when that that guy shows up and he's kind of trying to court yeah. Ella uh-huh. and you're the only one who might be like, well, I'd be <laughs> interested. Like, it. I don't know what that looks yeah, like. Yeah, they think this is creepy, but he's dirty. He's like, he's interesting. I like <laughs> that it. That was so funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and the thing is with Malvolia, I I found her very interesting because she is so blunt and she's boy crazy. And I've been boy crazy my whole life (laughs) and um, relatable, relatable, but I never, I never really um, acted upon it. (laughs) Wait, why am I talking about this? I never really acted upon it until I, I met Malvolia and she like, she just has all of this confidence and I had to find that in me and, and I'm, I thank God that I did because I have, I've been having a hot girl summer, yes. a fully vaccinated, safe hot girl summer. We'd love to see it. Um, Come on. Thank you. Oh my God. I'm, yeah. I am gagging. <laughs> I love this. Thank you, Kay Cannon and thank science. You. Thank you, Kay Cannon. <laughs> I'm so happy for you. Wait, so did Sean Mendes come to set? <laughs> There's no tra- there's no I easy transition. transition. I guess I'm thinking about like okay, cool. if I were in your position and I have like I, that restraint was probably helpful because you're not going up to Sean and being like, "What's up?" You know, like you're not trying to flirt. No, I I didn't. No, I I didn't flirt. Um, <laughs> he, he did come to my birthday. Oh my gosh, how he, fun! Sweetheart, he's a, he's a sweetheart. We, yeah, we had so much fun. I was living in this in this cottage and on the English countryside, and he and Camila. Um, came to my party. We played heads oh, up, um, got super drunk. I mean, <laughs> no. Um, and then at Camila's birthday, we went to this big tower in um, this uh, this town called Blackpool. And no one is there. It's it's very it's very bleak except for this big tower. And um, we went to the very top, and we also got very drunk. I mean, um, there too. <laughs> we got drunk, and I got drunk. And uh, Sean was was also drinking, and I got this big piece of cake, mm. and I cheersed my cake with Sean Mendez's drink, and it was just he gave me the strangest look. <laughs> like this this we know we never talked about it. You know what? That's okay. Um, it was a special moment that you shared. It was a special moment. I got chocolate cake all over his oh. drink. Um if I had a nickel. But, yeah, he and Oh my God. Wait, so did it film during the pandemic? We kept we kept asking each other. We yeah. were like, was this a pandemic? Because we're at a point now where it's hard to tell what was made before and after, you know? They really figured out kind of how to make yeah. things safely happen. And also, I feel like at the beginning of the pandemic, it was like, you could tell it was a sparsely filled party scene. You know, there was like <laughs> 10 people at what was supposed to be a big party. And you're like, okay, this is obviously safely done, but it looks horrible. But you guys really made it look great. So it was right. during the pandemic? Thank you. It was during the pandemic. And the big ball scene was actually, I believe, two days before filming shut down because because of the f- pandemic. So we wouldn't have been able to do no. that after the pandemic at least I don't think so maybe there would be a lot of CGI and multiplying people so yeah we started in January of 2020 and um we stopped um in March and then I went back to Texas for a few months and we came back in I believe it was July and then we wrapped in September and Oof, I'm surprised that we got to finish the film. I think they were filming Batman right by us and they had to cancel production indefinitely because Robert Pattinson 
had COVID. Yeah. So we were super careful and we got tested um, every day Mm, that we were on set. (laughs) So fun. So fun. I, you know, I had, I like, never mind. I'm not, I was going to talk about something going up. Um, (laughs) If I had a nickel, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, dude. Okay. It was, it was wild. It was, it was a, I was very happy to be, to be working. One of the few to be working during, during COVID. Mm -hmm. Well, the finished product is beautiful. And I think that everyone should give it a chance because it is, it is joy and it is so funny. And honestly, I think there's a lot of moments that are campy, which is like what I love in musicals. It's not, it's not taking itself too seriously. They sing, let's get loud at the end. You know, it's like so fun. And then we have to talk about Billy Porter for a second. How, how have we not? How have we not talked about Billy Porter? Billy Porter, magic, 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 magic came in for, I believe two or three days to film everything I, th- I thought I, th- I yeah. thought it. yeah uh, <laughs> just the most professional I remember Camila was was getting in her head one one of the days that she was working with him um and he just talked her through it and he didn't need to do that but he did and <sighs> and just inspired mm. her and it, I think I, that's my favorite scene it's amazing it's incredible so good my favorite scene is Material Girl, but wow, I, I know I really was gagged. I think it was the moment when I was like, I don't know how far into the movie it was, but I was like, oh wait, I'm in, I am in. I do love the Million to One song. Yeah, though. that is really it's, it's beautiful. I really liked the choreography for Material Girl. The girl who plays my sister, Charlotte Spencer, she does a lot of West Side um, theater stuff, and she's incredible. And she's a dancer. She's she's an actress. She's a singer. She's everything. And she's she's just so incredibly talented at picking up the choreography. Whereas Adina and I, we're like, well, we're we're singers. We don't we don't, and we had the greatest showman choreographers, and he's so quick and he was so amazing. And so Adina and I, there there were a lot of rehearsal spaces during um, COVID. So we we did this scene when we came back from COVID. And so Adina and I would practice out in fields with horses literally having to avoid poop and 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 without charlotte there with us we just we looked terrible <laughs> we, it was it was so bad but i'm glad we got it together for this film i it was really fun i really like the we did like a little bohemian rap city moment now i can imagine you're a wicked fan i mean we're around yes! the same age like so what was it like meeting adina oh my gosh insane insane the first day <laughs> that i met her i we had like a little table read just her me Charlotte's Camila and the director and I said Adina I I I can't I was just I said I need to tell you like right now because I don't know how I'm going to work with you if I don't tell you that um I'm your biggest fan ever um (laughs) and I want to be you and um she was just lovely and she and I'm sure she gets that all all the time I was able to get over it when when we were filming the, the scenes most of them there was one yeah. scene um, that I did not get over it where I was not present at all because I was just watching Adina. I was just watching a masterclass in front of me. She was so present. She was improving. She was hilarious, amazing. And then all of a sudden she slaps me and, and she was improving. She slaps me and it, it felt amazing. And it was my birthday. I was like, Adina Menzel slapped me. Adina Menzel slapped me. And we had to cut and it was, it, she's, it was hilarious. It was amazing. Was this the scene, but when she, you're, she's telling Ella that she can't go to the to the ball? Oh no! This is another scene that was cut. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I was gonna say because that scene is that scene is gold as well. Like there was a lot of good stuff. 
I also have to say, Kay Can, we, we've been talking about Kay a lot. The the brilliance of depthening these characters and also yeah. not giving us the typical like the stepsisters hate Ella, yeah. the stepmom hates Ella. There was there's family bonds there. There's no hatred. Yeah. Like I really don't feel like the Malvolia and what's what's the other sister's name? Narissa. Narissa. They don't hate Ella. To my I can, like, you all no. stand together, and yeah. it's like you know you chat. Yeah, that was such a beautiful take on, and I think we needed that. Um, we're not evil. We are mm-hmm. the way that I say. I, I think we were a product of the way that we were raised and the way that we see our mother treat our sister. Um, we kind of, you know, we're snarky with her, but we don't hate her. We, we, we want what's best for her. And, Mm -hmm. and it's just like, it's just like me and my siblings, like we'll get uh, with my, with my younger sister, I would, you know, we make faces at each other and, you know, we're just, we tease each other and that's, that's what it is. And, and, um, I think, yeah, I, I think we, we needed that for the Cinderella. Oh, amazing. Yeah, well, wow. we're obviously talking about this, the new Cinderella movie. Everyone should watch it. It's on Amazon yeah. Prime. It's in select theaters. Yeah. I'm sure that more tidbits will come up throughout this episode because there's much to discuss and I am truly have too many questions pouring out of my brain. But we mentioned <laughs> loving Adina. You've mentioned Kristen, working with these heroes and whatnot. But I'd love to go back to Texas and take things back to the beginning. And Connor will explain the Ring of Keys moment. Yes, it's this moment of recognition when you realize that you wanted to be a part of the performing arts in some way, whether it be professionally or just interest wise. Do you feel like you know that moment? Oh, gosh. Well, the way that I got into theater was I I realized that I wasn't um, good at, you know, gymnastics and sport. So I thought I would try this because I love singing. I I saw Wicked. That was my first Broadway show. that I saw and I saw it with I mean with Adina and Kristen and the moment that I saw that I went home I wrote down all of the lyrics because I didn't know that you could google lyrics um or ask <laughs> Jeeves uh, that's aging me um <laughs> oh my god I remember ask Jeeves you remember ask Jeeves we'll have to talk Where about Jeeves more <laughs> um, Jeeves is retired <laughs> yeah he's a, gone yeah he's gone um <laughs> of stories about Ask Jeeves. Anyway, so I, I would write down the <laughs> lyrics and I just fell in love with both Kristen and Adina. And it's just this big, it's a, it's something that is still blowing my mind to this day that I, I manifested working with both of them. One of them played my mother. One of them was horrible to me, it, not in the show. Not the ballet to you, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, definitely seeing Wicked was, was my, was my like, okay, I got to, I got to do something with this. This is, this looks interesting. It was either that or play with the whales at SeaWorld, which now I know is not what I want to do ever. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. That's so cool. Yeah. I, Cause literally they were both like wicked stepmother type yeah. figures to you in these yeah. shows, but I'm sure they're both lovely in real life. So amazing. I love the idea of you going home and writing down the lyrics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Different for me, but I remember, I mean, of course, a few years ago, seeing Hamilton in previews and going back to, we were visiting New York, we were still in college at the time, and writing down this one line that I couldn't get out of my head. I was like, I think it's like, if my time is up, have I done enough? I remember like writing that down. I was like, this is the most brilliant thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. That's so cute. Yeah, that's how I felt about the fine gravity. Have you ever gone in for Wicked? No, I haven't. I haven't. Not yet. No. Not yet. I feel like my voice is is still growing, which is which is nice. I take you know I still take voice lessons with Michael Orland and and 
we're working on we're working on the belt and everything I would I mean that's a dream role I just it's so it's such a dream that I it doesn't feel like I can grasp it so we'll see we'll Mm -hmm. see wait Michael Orland is like a legend he is oh my gosh funny thing about Michael Orland is I auditioned for American Idol when I was in (laughs) high school (laughs) yeah oh Uh, (laughs) and I, I made it like three rounds before like you actually make it to tv and michael orland was in the room and the, the producers michael orland acted as the uh, the music director for for um american idol for anyone who doesn't know and um i remember i sang take me or leave me from rent Love. <laughs> and somebody i can't remember said i think it's just it's a little too broadway for this show i was i said fair okay Walked out of there with a smile. My dad thought I, I'd made it, but I was just really happy that uh-huh. they thought that I that I <laughs> sounded like I could be on Broadway. Um, and then, um, what was it? 2016, when I did Hairspray, Michael Orland was the music director for Hairspray. And I told him that story and he's like, gosh, I just love a full, full circle like that. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. Perfect segue into Hairspray because that was literally your A Star Is Born moment. Were you a big fan of the show? And also was Tracy, you know, Alphabet's a dream role. Was Tracy Turnblad a dream role for you? Absolutely. Absolutely. And at the time in college, I, I was hearing things like you, you have to know your type and, and you, you know, and so I, I was really like, oh, well, Tracy Turnblad is going to be the only character I can ever play um, or one of the few. Um, and so mm-hmm. when I saw that there was an open, uh, an open call at Kelsey and Company, for Tracy, which was like 10 blocks down the road. I decided, you know, I got to do that. I got to do it. And it, it would be a dream come true. And if I, if I got it and um, it, it was against the rules to audition outside of school, but I'm rebel kind of drama. Yeah. So I, yeah. And I went to the audition at like 5am. I was 434th in line, I believe, or 343. And I was the only girl wearing, you know, a sweatshirt and, and pants and then everyone else they were wearing, not everyone, I'm sure that's an absolute thing. Um, they were wearing like skirts and they looked all cute and everything. And I went in, I auditioned for, for Miss um, Tracy Turnblad, forgot the lyrics. And then four callbacks later, God, oh my God, it was, oh. it was a whirlwind. It's so blurry. It's so blurry because so many things happened. So many so many things changed. I had to figure out how, how it all worked socially too. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I was, I was very lucky that I had people to, to guide me through the process. And Ariana was just a great friend during it. She, she, she knew exactly where it was coming from. And we had sleepovers and we talked about boys and we talked about the industry and we sang together and um, it was just such a such a good experience. I'm glad you talked about Ariana first because our friend Isaiah said you need to talk about <laughs> Ari. Like that is like a must. Yeah. Um, how cool. I felt like the dynamic between the two of you, like I truly bought that you were best friends. Like yeah. there was certainly like a love there. And I thought that was really cute. Was she with Pete at the time? I'm trying to think. No, she was she with, was. with Mac Miller at the time. She was with Mac Miller. Yeah. That's right. Um, oh yeah. And he was such a sweetheart. He would come to set and and they were just, they were so in love with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, yeah, she has so much love to give. She was, she's amazing. Oh, my God. oh, that's so cool. I mean, we could talk, we could ask you to tell us about every single person on that show, but yeah. we're not going to do that today because that was truly <laughs> I, like, I know. I mean, I loved everything about that production. I loved it. It was so true to the Broadway production, but also so new in many ways. Yeah. And um, 
I'm curious, just what did you learn from Tracy? Oh, Tracy. Um, well, I was going through, once again, not to bring it back to, to body, to body stuff, mm-hmm. but I was not feeling great in my body and, and I was learning how to dance. Well, like I said, I'm not, not a big dancer and all of these gorgeous, um, <laughs> you know, fit dancers are around me. And I just, I, I felt so insecure, but when I stepped into Tracy, it was all, all of that disappeared. And I took that with me for years until, until I, I played um, the next character in Dumplin'. Um, and I learned more <laughs> from, from Millie as well um, about accepting my body and, and just being, just being loving and kind to people. But Tracy, that was, yeah, she was a, she, she changed my life <laughs> in many ways. Oh my goodness. Well, you're in history now. I mean, like you yeah. said, there's Ricky, there's Marissa, yeah. there's, there's uh, Nikki, and then. And now me. There's you. Now you, that is so cool. I'm I'm so glad you were able to take away a lot from it. It's, it's, it's interesting because we don't often talk about what it's like living in mm. your body every day on the podcast. You know what I mean? And it's, but it's something we all think about 24 seven. So I'm so <laughs> totally. I'm glad you're bringing it up. You know, because it's yeah, we're all going through it, and not not to like all lives matter the situation. No. But I mean, <laughs> oh, it's a relatable it's a relatable sensation. Totally. Wait, Maddie, tell us about your original music. Oh well, okay. So there's a song called T shirt that my friend Mike actually wrote, and um, he asked he asked me to to feature on it, and um, so that just came out, and I think it's really fun and really nice, and I hope people can listen to that. But I've also been writing um, my own music and and I have a lot of influences with with jazz and, you know, the Great American Songbook, musical theater, pop. So we'll, we'll see what happens. But I'm trying writing. I I'm love trying it. To write. That's so cool. I, yeah. I loved in your bio that there's you have connections with Michael Feinstein. I worked at his club 54 below in New York for three of years. Course. Well, you know, it's one of the he's, yeah. his names on the door, I should say. But I would always love just to hear these songs that I was like, oh my God, this is part of the Great American Songbook. Like everyone knows someone to watch over me or different tunes like yeah. that. And I, I, I could hear it in your voice. I, I can hear some of these songs. You're just very versatile. Thank you. I mean, the, the music is, is, is timeless and I think it's making a comeback. Like on TikTok, there's so many young people who are not only like singing the, the classics, but they're making classics that, that sound like them. And I think that's really mm-hmm. cool. And it's and it makes my little musical theater heart happy that that's getting like mainstream again. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll look we'll look forward to more music and whatnot. But Thank I actually just had a repressed memory resurface from the fall of 2019. Connor and I went to this party called Tattoo Gaga. Ooh. And we like happened to befriend. It was like they were giving out free tattoo. We actually documented it on one of our <laughs> early episodes. <laughs> yeah, you're right, Dylan. And we met someone there who said that he was your roommate. But we can obviously cut all this if I'm like forgetting no, all of this. No, please. Now. Okay. Um, I've had many roommates, all gay, all lovely. Gay man. Short. Yeah. <laughs> and yes, short, yes. short. Um, I, we're was, all petite, right? Yeah. <laughs> he was fun because, you know, in these situations, gay men often think you're hitting on them immediately. And that was not, I'm, I've been in a committed relationship <laughs> for many years. And we were just like chatting while getting our vodka sodas. And for whatever reason, it came up. And I love that he wasn't immediately like... Ugh, get away from me freak like I'm not interested in you because that was clearly not my game I was just like this is ridiculous that people are getting free tattoos and for whatever reason we started talking about theater and he said that he was your roommate maybe even at the time oh my gosh 
I, he did not tell me about this. And we talk about everything. He's actually my roommate now. If, if we're thinking of the same person, okay. if we're thinking of the same person, I mean, this person could have just been drunk and said a lie. I don't know. That's why like his would. claim to fame, right? That's like, right, I right. am Maddie's roommate. Yeah. I don't know why they would say that. I'll have to ask him. I'll get back to you. You need, yes, you you need to ask him if he was at the Ty Sunderland Tattoo Gaga party in November of 2019. Oh, you know what? I forgot you said Gaga. Yes, he is the 0.01% of her top listeners on Spotify. <laughs> it had to have been him. My sweet friend. Well, there and it is. Love, yeah, there it is. My, the love of my life, Kyle Meisner. He's also very talented and amazing. <gasps> that actually sounds like it might be, that sounds like it might be his name. Really? Yeah, honestly. Oh! Yeah, I drag him along everywhere. I mean, if if I had a nickel for every gay Kyle I've met, but you know, <laughs> there's not a straight Kyle out there. They're all gay. I, I don't know any straight. I've never Kyle. met one either. <laughs> you haven't. I know. I now know. that I think about it, oh. <laughs> I don't, is oh anyone God, Maddie, straight? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. Actually, <laughs> no one is. Oh my God, Maddie, you're so freaking fun. I love chatting with you. We're sadly coming to the end of our conversation. And before we say goodbye, we like to end on a dose of drama, something to leave our listeners with. It could be a pop culture recommendation, something you want to rant about, rave about, bring to the ears of our beloved listeners so they can go out into the world and spread drama wherever they may go. Well, literally, what am I saying? Anyway. I don't know. I have no idea. It's fun. Okay. I've got some drama. Okay. Well, it's not, it's not bad drama. It's good drama. Casey Musgraves is coming out with a new album yes. that's also going to be like a film. And actually, it'll be a few days away by the time this podcast comes out. I am so excited. Oh, my God. Do, we, do I have Casey fans in the house? Me, too. Me, too. I had no idea who she was like two and a half years ago, um, <laughs> which I, I mean, is just beyond. I mean, I must have been living under a rock. But I went to Radio City Music Hall with Kyle. And oh, love it. And. I fell in love with her and Gloria Gaynor came out. They sang, I will survive. Yes, it was an iconic moment. I fell in love with her and I listened to her all the time. So I'm so excited for this album too. I'm also really excited for, um, do you know who Yeba is? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeba, an insane vocalist. She's Mm -hmm. insane. Um, She has, I love every one of her songs. Um, but she has a, an album, I believe, dropping September 10th that I think people should check out. Right. She has that incredible song. I think it's called My Mind or Losing My yes, Mind. Yes, My Mind. She, I mean, oh. if, if, and if you hear her story, she, it just, it's, it's mind blowing. Oh, but here's some tea. We did follow each other and then she unfollowed me. So I must have been really annoying on social media. Uh, but I forgive her. I forgive her. I do. Here's what I'll <laughs> say, Maddie. As as someone who works full full time now as a social media manager, you never know if it was an intern or someone on a production team or at a social media company who yeah, it was an accident. did that because everyone's Finger all about split. the ratio. Yeah. It was definitely a ratio. Oh my god, it happens all the time. Uh huh. It's not like you have to press it once and then press it twice to actually confirm the unfollow. <laughs> but you know, that's drama that she unfollowed you. Wait, do you, who, do you who's your most famous follower? Um, well, I think the most famous follower I have is Ariana Grande because she has the most followers on Instagram. Yes, she oh, does. Yeah. She does. Yeah, she's yeah. the number one. I think it's her. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Oh That's my god. So crazy. Are are you excited to see her on the voice? Yes. Oh my gosh. I yeah, I will watch this whole season. It might make me tune in. I think I will. <laughs> 
that'll do it for me. Okay, I'm going to accept the Yeba as your dose of drama, Maddie, unless you had something else on your heart to share. Uh, I think that's it. Oh, you know what? We could talk about Ask Jeeves again. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And I've already told my mom and my dad this. So, and those are the only two people that I'd be worried about hearing this. Um, So when I was in, this is very bad, very bad. I went to, I went to Christian school um, up until fifth grade. And I found out, oh, maybe I shouldn't talk about this. I found out about, um, about, I found, okay, I found out about porn and I showed all my friends and that's the tea. You were the girl <laughs> who corrupted everyone and made them all lose their innocence. That was me. <laughs> that's iconic. So did you ask Jeeves? Ask Jeeves. Yeah, were you like, Jeeves, what is porn? I said, look up titties and ass. You're like, look up two girls, <laughs> one cup. <laughs> Do it. Trust me. Trust me. I believe that was one. <laughs> you and, are so funny. Um, they all got in trouble. They didn't rat oh me my out goodness. though, so I didn't get in trouble. But I, I felt, I felt troubled. That's very. Um, that would put Tracy in detention. I mean, we'll put it that way. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my it god! Literally. A good full circle moment. Yeah. <laughs> Uh huh. Of course, of course. Okay, so my dose of drama, real quick, is everyone's talking about why isn't James Marsden in movie musicals anymore? And I, I just want to elevate this. Why is he no longer in movie musicals? He was perfect as Corny okay. in Hairspray. He's um, well, you know what? He'll probably be in Disenchanted. Good, True. Good so I, I'm. He I'm, is. I'm, I'm, he is. Yeah. But he's perfect. Like literally one of the sexiest men alive, charming, cute, talented. He was amazing in Westworld, and I think we need to see him on Broadway. Let's do mm-hmm. that. Let's do I'm that. I've, yep. No notes. Mm-hmm. Well, Maddie, listen, this has been the most delightful hour I could have ever imagined. You are so oh. unreal on stage, oh. on screen, and off. So thanks for sharing Thank your talents you. with us. I'm so happy to have met you. I think we should be friends, IRL. We should watch Drag Race together. Trust. And we should sing you and watch porn. No. <laughs> um, oh, no. Nope. All right. Thank you so much. Cheers, chocolate cake. Cheers, chocolate <laughs> Cheers, cake. Cheers, chocolate we'll cake. That. That, that's mm-hmm. what we do. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. I am obsessed. And everyone needs to watch Cinderella. It is so fun. It's the girl bossification yes. of Cinderella. Yes. And you're going to love. Yes. It's, so it's a necessary update. Yes. Yeah. That is. And Maddie, where can everyone, where can everyone find you? You can find me on social media at Maddie Ballio, M-A-D-D-I-E-B-A-I-L-L-I-O. Perfect. <laughs> Easy as that. This has been so much fun. And thank you for joining us. Everyone, of thank course, needs so to follow much. you, watch the movie, follow us at The Drama Podcast, me at Dylan McDowell, Connor at Connor McDowell. Thank you again, Maddie. And thank you. Connor, I will see you next time. Drama. Drama.